This is Decoding Learning Differences with Kimberlyn Lavelle, and this episode is Motivational Reading. So in our ongoing series on motivation, this week we are talking about how to motivate your child to read and the, the motivational aspects of reading. So starting with, we're always starting with following their interests. Because that's the number one thing that's going to be motivating to kids already. They're already interested in what they're already interested in. They're already motivated to do whatever they're already motivated to do. So following their interests is an easy way to just use, use their current interest to guide them into reading or to start noticing where they're already reading and where you can maybe back off a little bit and how much pressure you're putting on them. So one way to kind of add a little bit of reading into their life is using captions, closed captions on whatever they're already watching on TV or movies or whatever they're watching. You can turn on the closed captions and they might choose to read it or not. The, the text I find to always be kind of a little distracting, not really taking away from what I'm watching, but it just makes me want to like read it. So they're going to be seeing words show up that way. Now, it can sometimes get a little too distracting because it's messing up, you know, it's not accurate in what it's saying, and that can be a little distracting or confusing for kids. So they might get frustrated and tell you to turn it off. Not a problem, but you could just casually turn it on and see what they say, if anything. Hugely motivating for most kids that I know is video games. Video games often have a lot of writing as either part of the game or there's a manual that you're going to read to help you figure out how to get through the game. So video games naturally already have a lot of reading in them. So this is not ever about, oh, well, if you do your reading, then you can play the video game. I'm just saying video games might already be a lot of reading. Your child might be doing way more reading than you ever realized if you start noticing how often they have to read to play the video game. Now, obviously not all video games are the same. Some don't require any reading at all. Some require very, very little, but others are very text-based especially something I recently found out about called visual novels. So visual novels are a type of video game that I haven't played myself. I'm not, I'm not a big video game person, but my understanding is that they're basically like a novel that you're experiencing. So it doesn't actually take a whole lot of game play. You're kind of just it's like a cross between a video game and a movie or a book and a movie almost like you have to read and then you're taking a little bit of action, but you're not having to do a whole lot because most of it is on the screen. You're seeing it, you're reading it and together you're experiencing this visual novel, this, this reading. So you can check those out. Um, there, so like on anywhere you can download video games, I'll just say that way. You, you can probably find some visual novels 
that your kid might be interested in. And they probably already know about it if you just ask them. Um, so I also listed visual novels under this next section, which is picture books, graphic novels, visual novels. So all of those can be something the child already is kind of going toward. And you might be like, oh, no, you should be reading, you know, you're in sixth grade, you should be reading a novel, not a graphic novel, but like a, a 300 page, no pictures novel. If your kid wants to read as a quick picture book, that's okay. If your kid wants to read a graphic novel with lots of images to go with it, that's okay. And like we already talked about the visual novels. So all of these can kind of give us a clue, not only what our child is interested in, but they might also be what they're needing in order to benefit from reading. So some kids have a hard time with visualizing what they're reading. There's, it's, they're still working on that skill. And having a picture book provide the picture for them makes the reading more enjoyable and easier to access. Same with the graphic novels or the visual novels. They're seeing something that represents the words and it's helping them access that text a little bit easier. Now, I would still suggest that you listen to the episodes on reading comprehension and building up visualization strategies um, because we do want them to be able to just make their own pictures in their head. But when they're reading for pleasure, we want to let them just read for pleasure. Whatever it is they're wanting, we never want to hinder them from reading what they're wanting. And anytime you're fighting with your child about you have to read this, you've already lost because they're not interested. And if they're not interested, they're not benefiting. Now, obviously it's not 100% true. Sometimes the kid will resist something and then they're kind of forced into it and they decide this is a really amazing book. I love it so much. But most of the time, they're just bitter about being forced into it. So as a rule, don't assume that they'll thank you for it later. Assume they'll be mad at you forever. <laughs> not really, but just think about what are they actually wanting? What is, what is my real goal here? If my goal is to make sure they're reading, then I'll make sure they're reading. Okay, so we went through that one. Now, audiobooks, read alouds. Oh, that was the other thing. I knew I was missing something. With picture books, another thing that might be going on is sometimes kids have a, just a short attention span or reading is so difficult for them that they need it to be short. They'll read a short story. They'll read a picture book. They'll read something that's short, but handing them a huge long novel feels so overwhelming that they just give up before they've even begun. So Sometimes those picture books are just giving you a clue that they just need shorter pieces of text. And maybe if you print out a single page story or, you know, a double two page story or something short and they can see exactly how long it is, they might be willing to read it, especially if it's about something they're already interested in. But things that are or maybe like in a magazine, um, Cricket is a magazine that I like a lot. It has a bunch of different short stories in it. So those can be accessible. They can flip through it, see which ones they like, and it 
because it's short and they can see exactly how long it is and they can decide whether or not it's something they want to they want to tackle so that was my other point i wanted to make there okay so another one is they might just need audiobooks and read alouds for a while especially if they've just been feeling really badly about themselves in terms of reading or just feeling defeated or if they've just been forced to do a lot of reading they might just be over it and just need like to re you might just need to rekindle the love of books and stories in general through audiobooks or read alouds that you're just reading out loud to your kid and not expecting anything of them does there doesn't need to be a quiz at the end or does not everything has to be a test right and sometimes kids will feel like that as we make everything into a test and everything into a quiz and print out worksheets and activities and they just want to enjoy the book the same way that we want to just enjoy novels that we're reading so read out loud to them let them bask in it and enjoy it and just and know that they're still benefiting from it i love having conversations with kids about what they're reading but if the, you're getting any resistance about that aspect of it then let it go but if they're open to it conversations are great it definitely can build comprehension So I often am asked about what level should my child be reading at or how do I figure out their Lexile level? And there are some free ways to figure out their Lexile level, but the most important thing is whether or not your child is interested in the book. So if your child is interested, then let them read it. Whether it's too high or too low, in quotes, doesn't matter as much as if they want to read it. If they want to read it, let them read it. If it's a really low level book, think about why they might want to read it. Is it a topic that they're just interested in it? Is Are they just needing a boost of confidence? Are they trying to fulfill some requirement that they read and this is just the easiest way to do it? What is it that they're needing? So. Think, so look for that. If they're wanting something that's really high level, help them. Help them access it, either by providing an audiobook version of it or reading it out loud with, you know, either to them or with them so that you're next to them as they're reading it and you take turns reading it or you're helping them over understand some of the words. Do whatever you can to help them access the books they're wanting to read, even if it seems like it's too hard of a book and allow them to read those books that seem way too easy for them. Also, don't assume that all picture books are low level. Some picture books are actually written at a very high level. They're made for adults to read out loud to kids, and the words in them can be complex, and there can be vocabulary in there that's confusing and unfamiliar to kids. So they're not necessarily a low lexile level just because they're a picture book. And above all, uh, not above all, above all is follow their interests. Another important thing to do is model reading. Make sure your kids see you enjoying reading and enjoying books. Make sure you, that they see you picking up a book and sitting down and reading it or reading the newspaper, reading a magazine. I would avoid reading on your phone because it's hard for them to tell 
what you're doing on your phone unless they're looking over your shoulder and seeing. So a book is much more obvious. If you have the like actual Kindle, um, I don't know what, what else to call it, the Kindle, not the Kindle Fire, but the Kindle or the Nook, you know, one of the e-readers that all it's doing is read, like it's only a book for reading. Those kind of work because then they can tell that you're reading. But I think a book a lot of times is just so much more obvious to a child that that's exactly what my parent is engaging in. Even if they don't acknowledge it, just out of the corner of their eye, they aren't seeing you on an electronic device. They're seeing you with your nose in a book or a magazine or a newspaper or something that's very obvious to them. You are reading. And if they know you enjoy it, you can talk, you can talk to them. I just read this great book and oh, da, da, da. It made me think about this and I can't wait to do this. And I'm looking forward. I can't, I've got to get back to my book. I'm so excited. I don't know what's going to happen next. You know, whatever it is. Or this book was so fascinating. It told me, taught me all about this. You know, if it's a, a nonfiction book that you're reading, whatever. Talk about things you're reading. Um, I With that, I would say, be careful about the subject matter. Of course, make sure it's appropriate. Um, if you're reading about news stories, those a lot of times can be really stressful for kids to uh, to hear about all the things that are happening in the world. Not that you should completely shelter your kids from it, but decide whether or not they're going to be impacted by the stress of it. Um, so just, you know, have a little bit of caution there. And also you can talk to your kids about books you've read you read, had read as a child and enjoyed as a child, especially if you think they might like it also. Say, oh, my favorite book growing up was The Secret Garden. Do you want to read it? Or would you like me to read it to you? Or, you know, just see if they're interested. That was my favorite book when I was eight. I love The Secret Garden. So your takeaway for today, the key to motivating your child to read is to follow their interest and be open to any form of reading, whether it is video games or magazines or graphic novels or a picture book or the novel that you were hoping that they would pick up and read. Um, so motivate them, follow their lead, be open to anything and model to them what reading and enjoying reading can look like. If you want to learn more strategies about how to teach your own child, you can, of course, keep listening to the podcast. I'm always back with more strategies. But if you want them to be really specific to your situation and your child, and you have questions about how do I do this and how do I do that, I'm here for you. Email me at Kimberlyn at DecodingLearningDifferences.com and we can set something up to figure out how I can support you better. You can also check out the services page at YourParentHelp.com. And I'd also just love to hear from you if you have any stories about getting your child interested in reading or what your child is interested in reading. You can email me, Kimberlyn, at decodinglearningdifferences.com. I can't wait to hear from you.